Welcome to a place where God's people are enlightened and empowered through the ministry of the Spirit and strategic communication of God's words for kingdom dominion. We are a people committed to establishing kingdom civilization in our various sphere of influence. Welcome to Build. says that I hope to be like you. I hope to be like you. Give all I have just to know. Jesus, there's no beside. Forever There's no one beside you forever.
continue like that. That song has been in my spirit since early this morning. Anyways, we have a few things to discuss. I hope they can hear me. When I was coming, I was seeing them asking about me now. Okay. And we've been on a revival series. And for this is the third week that we've been studying revivals. And if we remember very well, I started by explaining what revival means and I said that revival does not mean prayer movements or things like that revival means um, God consciousness returning back to God consciousness and we also studied a few other things about prayer about evangelism how that I remember that scripture very well that the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. And Jesus said that we should pray the Lord of harvest that he sends laborers. And I explained that we should change our paradigm. I think I also posted it on social media during the week. I explained that we should change our paradigm as to how we view sinners. We should stop calling them sinners. We should call them what harvest. And that more there is harvest, the more there is need for people to labor, labor to get them saved. And I hope that as individuals, we have started our own pursuit to getting people to know Jesus in every sphere that we find ourselves. We also studied last week. seldom talked about like funny 
when I was studying about this, as usual, I checked Google, I checked different people's perspectives. I know what I want to teach, but I checked different people's perspectives. And I think this is the second time that I wanted to teach something. And I did not really find a perspective like that. I did not really find someone who has one, two. But apart from those two, I did not really find someone who really took time to explain or teach this. And I hope that God would help us to study this subject today. But before we do, I I want to quickly give a charge on the word of God. And this is because during the week, I have to follow the curriculum, but during the week, the Holy Spirit has been ministering to me about the power of the word of God and the renewal of mind that it causes. And how that the only way to be transformed is the renewal of our minds. And how that God would not be able to do much with someone whose mind cannot capture exactly what God intends to do. Um, last year, one of the teachings I did last year, I was teaching on, was just a charge on transformation. And I was explaining how that one way that God moves somebody forward is to get the person uncomfortable with his present state. And there are different ways that that can happen. It can happen through can happen after one devastating situation that is embarrassing, shameful, then you begin the process of transformation. Or you can accept the word of God and begin to change based on what that word proposes. But in any case, what God will do is that he will make you feel uncomfortable with your situation. And if I can explain one funny way, God would explain this well. Is let's take for example, we pick someone from the kind of church I grew up in, CSE, and you drop that person in probably Christ Tempers. Now, they both teach the word of God, but the issue is Christ Tempers might finish service without saying the grace or something like that. There's something in that set. First, okay, the first thing would be what the ladies would wear. And somebody will start feeling uncomfortable, right? It's one of two things. It's either he adapts to that new thing or he tells his friend that, thank you for inviting me today. I'm not coming again. Because there's something in that environment that is... That shows us that whatever is surrounded by our lives... What we have as results, as a lifestyle, is actually a function of what we accept in our mind. And the problem is that many times, like I said in that scripture, God is able to do more than we ask and more than we think. So there are two prayer warriors. The one that we say with our mouth and the one that our mind is processing. So someone can be praying something that his mind is not thinking. So you can say something that your mind is not thinking. You can tell your friend that it's fine with this church. There's no problem with it. But you know that there is something about that thing that makes you uncomfortable with that environment. For example, I'm the kind of person that will be uncomfortable with somebody saying, teaching something that is off doctrine. You know? The person is using scripture to say something that doesn't make sense. As the person might be powerful and I might be, wow, that's great. But when it gets to that point, 
It's like, you know, this cold red, just one red light to be flashing in my brain. That guy, how far now? How far? That's the way it's going to be. Because I'm uncomfortable with those kinds of things. What God wants to do is that He wants to use the word of God to make us uncomfortable with our presence. It is at that time that you can start to allow God to do more than He has been doing. For example, God wanted to do something to Abraham to make him live where he is present. So God told Abraham to come out. And he told him to look up and start to count the stars. Because God can't do it if your mind cannot receive it. So Abraham started to count the stars. One, two, three, four, five, no. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. And he looked at God and he was like, I can't count this thing. At the point where Abraham was equal to, he found out that Abraham's mind can see what God is in. God now said yes. The fact that you can't count is exactly like that that your children will be numbered. So Abraham could now believe God because his mind could now understand what God was saying. So if he see one child, two children, he will know that there is something more that God has already shown him. Is that true? So many times we We pray for things that our mind has not agreed with. And it's possible for you to say no to the thing that God used to help you, wants to use to help you because your mind cannot agree with it. For example, some people believe um, growing up, I used to have this there's a lot of teachings that I used to hear about the wilderness, especially this thing that we call Cave Adula. Cave of Adula. Yeah. They will say that I'm still in the cave of Adulam, I'm still growing, so I don't do this, I don't do that. I was discussing one lady also this week, and that was what she was saying. She was like, she's still at, at she's like she's still growing. So she got a good job. She was praying, yeah, this is a very classic example. She was praying for a better job. She was praying for something good. And she likes being the personal assistant. So she likes assisting people. And that was the job that was offered her with a very good at least at that level. And that was exactly what she was praying for. Is that true? But because of something in her mind that has not let her realize that she can learn and grow in capacity, she said she's not prepared. So she let go of the job and went back to her former state and started praying the same prayer that she prayed that God brought the answer. That's exactly what happens to Christians. For example, God brought the Israelites, took them into the promised land. They were the ones saying that God is taking them to a land flowing with what? Milk and honey. They said it again and again. When they faced the people in that land, they went back to Miss Moses and said, we are like grasshoppers. These people will squeeze us into pieces. And it was like, this is the land that God said. Well, did you guys remember? Yes, that's the land, but you see that? But I'm saying that if your mind has not agreed with God, it's possible for God to bring what you've been praying for and you reject it. Jesus told the disciples, go ye into all the world, right? And preach the gospel. That was the assignment that Jesus gave the disciples. Now, Peter was praying and God brought a sheet before him and God said, arise Peter, kill and eat. Peter said, Lord, you know, I'm not going to eat anything on God. God took the sheet up, brought it back in. Peter, arise, kill and eat. And that was what Peter knew it was God that was bringing the vision. 
God told him that what I call clean, don't call, call unclean. Now kill and eat. And Peter was still arguing with God because his mind was not yet capturing what God intended to do. And it was because God was using that vision to explain to Peter that there is nothing about, there's nothing like this one is clean or this one is unclean. I came from the old world, for the old world. It was what Jesus told him. But Peter had not yet agreed with God that God would use him for. Because he's a Jew. And if you study the Jews, there are people they don't relate with. They, they are clean. Everybody is. Do you understand? God had to use that vision to allow Peter to agree with God. Agree with me. In fact, there was a time where Peter was talking with some people that were not um, Jews. Just leave it for me. Peter was talking with them. And Paul came into the room. And Peter changed. He switched what he was doing. And Paul had to rebuke him. Your mind, Jesus said you should preach to the whole world, but you met the whole world, a different people from the people you've been talking to before, and you said no, because your mind has not captured what God has said. So we have to trust God to allow the word of God to purify our minds, to make us uncomfortable with our present states, so that the account balance that was always there before that would make you feel like ah, money they my hand. At that particular time, under God, that account balance will look like it's not enough for what I want to do. God is using that to make you uncomfortable so that you can start to embrace the things that it will bring in your direction for a change. And probably I'll do a teaching on that later. But I'm saying it like this because it was just in my spirit during the week that we should allow the word of God to purify our minds so that we can embrace the things that God intends to do. Let your mind not go against God. Because the things that, for example, when you start growing spiritually, when you start working with God, your assignments might be just prayer, fire, growing, studying the word of God and all of that. And that is good, but after a while God would want to use you for other things. Now you've prayed, you are growing, but I want to deploy you, you are the light of the world. So you've built light, but it's time to start to shine that light. And God starts telling you to do things that was not part of what he was telling you to do before because you were just growing. Now you are not just to grow, you are to grow and shine. But God can bring you those things and you will say, no, this is not me. Uh, you see, I'm an ancient person. In the wilderness where I was taught, we reject anything. It is until no. And God is saying, embrace change. Embrace change. Because it's only this, it's when you allow me like this that I can find expression. Let's not limit God through the ignorance that is our mind. I hope you are fine with this. Right? So this week we are going to study an aspect of revival that and that aspect is why revivals die. Why God starts to move with people and after God moves with them for a while it looks like the thing that God was doing begins to dwindle. If we study history, you would hear of several moves of the Spirit, people that God raised, even in Nigeria, even around the southwest here. If we don't go too far, there was one close to us in this Akureya, Koshemti. And it's, it's amazing. Do, do we know Koshemti? Do we know Baba Obadari? You would have heard of him. He was a strange man. He lived in this Akure 
think when he died, I was still in I was in SS2. And there was a major move of the spirit in Akure. But what is always funny is that many times God moves powerfully, but after the man begins to go, it looks like we don't see the move again. The church might still be there, but the move is not there. And we want to study why we want to study exactly why these things happen. Why is it that from personal revival to territorial stuff that God starts to use someone God starts to use someone to do mighty things to change people's lives praying for people healing the sick casting out devils and this is what we see most times but we don't realize that there are times last year one of the major studies I did was ministries that God raised in the 1990s thereabouts I studied ministries that were larger than bigger than Benin and all he's doing now and the funny thing is that those people are still alive but none of you know them if I mention some of their names now you might not even know that they ever existed there's a ministry praise the Lord ministries and I think it's praise the Lord yeah nobody has any signs and they were the major they were at the forefront of what God was doing and what baffled me was how did is it possible for somebody to rise this high do so much for Jesus and people will just forget forget that you existed forget that you did something in this place forget that God was doing something mighty in that space let's not go too far there was a move of the spirit that happened in Futa a few years ago I knew I was on campus that time and by the grace of God I was privileged to be part of that move and souls were being saved addicts were becoming on fire for Jesus we're seeing very major dramatic moves of the spirit is it healings miracles God was just in town and it was very strange that I don't I don't want to trace too much but if you check back it looks like because for example somebody like me after IT 500 level I always felt like there was no point in me coming back to this place I don't have any business with this area again I'm going to do anything that I want to do until God started to tell me to come back and one of the things that God was saying was that in five years the move that is existing will not exist again and that I will now have to start rebuilding from scratch so that that move can happen in seven years and it didn't mean that people stopped praying it did not mean that people stopped fasting in fact there are more ministries in Akure now than before but that move is not there at that time there was no ministry in fact the move was not in ministries it was in people converging as believers it was just strange that people from several denominations it was a church without walls several denominations gather in one place and they have one focus one mind and they were ready to make it happen regardless of what was their personal bias some of these people have traveled several places doing what God has sent them to do 
but what is funny is that the campus you might ask somebody in this school now i remember daniel preaching one message one message we're about to go on night in that period and we were teaching daniel was the one teaching and he was saying that very soon some of us will be out of campus and 100 level student or 100 level student will be talking to 100 level student and he will say do you know Ari Emmanuel the guy will say ah, I have no idea of him he will be like yeah you don't know Emmanuel that guy they preach that guy that guy they scatter everything and Daniel was saying that that guy would think he's trying to pass something down to a young boy but he doesn't know that he himself is not wise because if that Ari Emmanuel was there where is the effect of the Emmanuel did the Emmanuel go and everything went and it looks like there is nobody that was one of the things that used to pain me the most when I was in fellowship because I love the fellowship but what was scary was I can see somebody standing on stage and he's talking nonsense and my, in my mind I'm like the person that handed over to you what did he pass how come it looks like God works with one is it that God just wants to work with one person no in scripture the move of God is territorial God sends people per territory and God marks people per territory. So how come it looks like there are just few people at the upper levels in the spirit? If they come somewhere, regardless the crowd, the hand of God will be strong. And it looks like, you see, even in our church today, there are people, new ministries springing up every day, new people ordained every day, and regardless of this ordination, the devil is not really freaked because the effect of those people that are ordinated, they are not doing anything much. Ask them many things about, just ask an average believer. If somebody gets saved, what's next? The guy will be confused. I've heard people, strange things, somebody gets saved, you start talking to him about the anointing and the prophetic and you don't know that, they, you see this guy is on a way to disaster. There is a way to build it's why Paul was called a wise master builder. There is a way to build. The fact that you teaching is an office. Huh? The fact that you understand what you are reading does not mean you are in that office. So if you teach without sitting in that space, it's good to settle there and not start to create doctrines. Because when you start doing that without that office, you will be creating a lot of blunders. It takes a lot to know how to use this scripture. I knew it was one of our, it was our watchword, I think it was our motto in Bible study when I was in fellowship. Rightfully dividing the word of truth. Because you can use that word to kill someone. There are people that were growing spiritually until they met supposed mentors. And those mentors were the end of their spiritual life. So, what's funny is, how do people... How do God work with people? And it looks like after a while, something starts to fade. Even the person that God is using, things start to fade. For example, Alexander Dewey. I studied that guy's move and... The guy did the very mighty stuffs. Mighty stuffs. He was a mighty healing evangelist, but he was a very wealthy person. He owned a city. And everybody was praying at a particular time in that city. This guy did crazy stuffs. But at the end of his life, he was recorded that he was ministering one day. And as he was ministering, people were leaving the hall. They were tired of what this man was saying. This man doesn't have anything. And in my mind, what happened to you? If we are not careful, 
the things that happen to them will happen to us because there is this pride that we young people have that is without knowledge when our fathers are talking those those men they've passed through a lot the fact that they are able to come out strong means that there is knowledge that they can pass to us but we we are proud i've entered prayer meetings before and amazing young people will be praying and be saying i'm reading 99 scrolls in the spirit right now you know things that they are nice but the truth is it's not creating an effect do you understand it's not creating an effect no unbeliever will sit down and say wow Nice scrolls, Jesus. I want to give my life to Christ. 99 scrolls. Nobody will do that. It's not creating any effect. We're just using it to massage our own ego. It's not creating any effect. And we want to study those things. What happened? There was this young man. Was it? it, it I think it was the Welsh revival. It was his personality that somebody used against him. His revival and his revival happened in about three to five years, and he was strong. He traveled from Wales across the world. And question at his old age, where was he? People didn't find him again. This was a strong man of prayer. And uh, there is even one, I can't remember his name now. Probably if I said the story, anybody that can that studied revivals should help me remember. This guy built a ministry with his friends. His friend was a good administrator. He was the spiritual man. So his friend was handling administration. He was just preaching. At a particular time in his life, he grew up and his friend threw him out of the ministry. So his friend collected the ministry and threw him away. It was very funny that there was a particular day. He went to one of his branches to minister and as he was preaching on Sunday, his friend came in and boggled him and threw him away. So he had to greet Funny things that happens after God has done mighty things with one man. Funny things begin to happen after. It's amazing. You see, that praise the Lord ministry, when I studied that movie, and how that move does not exist again, if I mention that person's name, if you go and check online, you will be shocked. How come? I, what pained me the most was, there was somebody that was taking a tour around the mighty structures that they had years ago. And this, the, the structures are still there. But there's nobody there again. The person started seeing feeding bottle and all those things on the floor. Nobody. Mighty tip ministry. Gone. Ah. And we who want to last need to find out why. Why did the move end? And I, like I said, I'm going to be studying personal revival and territorial revival we cannot do much but i just probably pick like two points so that we can if you can help me with second corinthians 4 verse 7 i'll be glad i think if i do this there is one that i wanted to write but i don't think we can cover that that one will be i'll push it to is in another series this year but we have this treasure in heading vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us now this scripture is very powerful because it helps us to realize that when God wants to hide his power his majestic power he puts it inside a man an earthly vessel and 
he will God will not prosecute his desires without him. So God will keep searching for men because he needs men. We need to realize that God has a need. God, God that is the ancient of days, he has everything in his disposal, he has a need. And he's a man. Yet the issue is, is that because the one person that can be the answer to why these moves continue to die gave me an answer that I've accepted and I believe is true. You see, that man that God always uses is God's biggest problem. God will use man. Man is God's biggest problem. Because there is something that comes with man. There is something that comes with man that God does not take away from man. He uses it like that. God is explaining in that scripture that he will hide his power in an earthen vessel. So this vessel is not perfect, but you will see the power flowing through that vessel. Now that imperfection, that humanity that is inside man has always been the beginning and the end of man's issues. God will use men with their humanity. But men, when they start to see God moving through their lives, they begin to ignore their humanity for the excellency of power that is flowing through them and do not realize that God has set a strategy to help humanity the biggest issue with the move of God is the humanity of man that men get to a point where they become weak men, every man the bible says that it says the young men will utterly fall is that true? there is a state that a man gets to he cannot pass it is they that wait on the Lord that can now ah, ah, if you pass that threshold you must have waited on God but if you have not done that that threshold will consume every man 1 Kings 19 let's study a great prophet that we, we know his name is Elijah I'm sure all of us want to if they give you grace to be like Elijah like carry his power I'm sure you would accept it you probably just say that you want to stroll into some visa forest to see what's going on there. <laughs> and as you are strolling, somebody will say, I will blow you. Where is the Lord? <laughs> just call down fire and just consume everybody. And you will stroll outside. You will make sure that CNN is carrying it as you are coming out with your mantle. You'll be waving it like this. See, what you people don't know is that there is a grace from <laughs> Let's talk to that prophet. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. Now, if you if you go back to the last chapter, don't you don't need to go there. But if you go back to the last chapter, this was the time when Elijah did one mighty show in Israel. So he said that if God be God, we will know today. If Baal be God, we will know today. And they went up a mountain to do one nice battle. And the prophets of Baal were calling on their God, calling on their God from morning to evening and Elijah was Elijah made sure he embarrassed them he was just there watching them you see calling very well maybe he went to sleep <laughs> calling very well maybe he's on <laughs> Elijah was just embarrassing them and they kept calling and they called and nothing happened then when he was in the at the time of the evening sacrifice like scripture says Elijah stood up are you people done thank you he created his altar called on fire and then fire came down and they were like wow and what Elijah did was he did not let them go 
God, Elijah did not just call down fire. He caught all of the prophets and he bound all of them together and finished them. It was that stuff. And so, after that mighty display of power, you will be shocked that Elijah was passing through a personal issue and he was still displaying power. Elijah had a personal issue of fear and you will be shocked. You will not know that the same person doing mighty things can be struggling. This man was struggling, but his struggle was not showing because all that Elijah was doing was power. Then one day a woman tested that part of Elijah that I know that. So this was what happened. Here, told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. So Elijah had done mighty things. And without how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Remember? He called down fire, then he, he gathered all the prophets, one man. It's, it's amazing. That guy must be so strong. He gathered all the prophets together and he bound them and he killed all of them. Very strong man. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah. So let the gods do to me and more also. If I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. So Jezebel said, I swear. You know, Jezebel was not a culture, but I swear. Let the gods do to me and more also. If I don't finish you the way you finished all my prophets. A woman. You see, Elijah beat all the prophets of Baal. Killed all of them. You should believe that Elijah is a strong man, but he will just sit down there and when he sees the letter from Jezebel, he'll be like, rubbish, come and miss me in this house. You know, <laughs> that's, what, that's what you would think Elijah is doing. Next verse. And when he saw that, he arose and what? Elijah. <laughs> man of God. How did you forget that you have so much power? When all the prophets were with you, yesterday you call down fire today a woman said she is coming and you are running for your life so this man had an issue this aspect is what many believers don't show that there is a new man there is something about the humanity of man you see if you live by the grace of god i've prayed for people I've casted out devils. I've healed sick people by the grace of God. And there are times when people come to miss me believing that if they just sit on my bed and stand up, they are fine. I've heard people say all those hilarious things. And I'll be like, hey, sit down. If you want to eat, I'll give you food. If you are not ill, it's not my business because I did not call you. You know, where the issue is, is that most of us have been trained that if God is not ready to move, don't move. It was when the spirit was hovering over the waters in Genesis 1. That was when God spake and then there was light. Is that true? So if the spirit is not moving, just behave like man. You can do nothing. Remember Jesus, Acts 10, 38. How God so anointed Jesus. Remember that scripture very well. Why class? With the Holy Ghost and what? So God gave Jesus the Holy Ghost and he gave Jesus what? Power. He said, Jesus now went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. But, because God was with him. So if God was not there, Jesus is not permitted to just prosecute power, even though he's with him. Remember when I was teaching on the systems of preservation, 
Jesus on the mountain. So Jesus had power. Satan came to meet him, turned these stones into bread, but God was not moving. God was not moving. So Jesus knew that you don't move except God is moving. So because many of us don't know that, we only move when God moves. We only start when God says start. So it looks like God is just working with this guy. Everything that he does works. Everything that he does, if he doesn't do it, then it's not working. You know, all of those. And then you add it to your badge, create pride around it until you start something. Remember something that he shook himself as always. And he didn't know that the Holy Ghost had left him. So Elijah ran, ran away from him. Next verse. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down on that factory and he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough now. Oh Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. Now pay attention. This is Elijah. He had an issue here. Elijah had heard stories of his fathers. The same way we have heard stories of our fathers. He has heard stories of his fathers that there were particular lines that they did not cross. Somebody stopped them. And Elijah seeing the kind of power that I mentioned in his life would have believed that bring the devil. That's the end. But Elijah now got to a point where he now he said, I, now I realize I'm not better than my father. Elijah just found out his inadequacy. Elijah just found out that he was not really better than those men. Those men were just helped by God. They, he had already bragged, right? You know the way young people preach these days? Every grown man of God is saying rubbish. You know, that this man, what he said is nonsense. What this other person is nonsense. What this other person is nonsense. And they do not know that there is a point where every man, every great man gets to and they fail. Except the Holy Ghost helps them. Elijah would have been bragging in his power until he realized that his fathers were not that stupid. They just were humans. He has bragged about all that his fathers did and he said, I will do more. The glory of the latter house is greater than the former. And he found out one day that his fathers were not really dull. It's not that they did not go to school. It's just that humanity caught up with them. every great man gets tired the prayer that you've been praying for all the years of your life something can really happen to you that can make you sit down and not really want to pray again. do you know that even Jesus got to Gethsemane and the same Jesus that was always doing the will of God said God see let's negotiate this thing I will disobey you today you see disobedience let's add it to part of this I cannot because Jesus saw that death and he knew that <laughs> who will do this thing you know sitting down on the throne as God he could say why are humans crying is it not stripes is it not cross nail it will enter and it will come out and power and you know and Jesus as a human for the first time realized that almost this thing it cannot be easy <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying when he was healing the sick you need to study Jesus. Many of you didn't study Jesus. Read the book of John. Start from like chapter 12 to like chapter 16. 
you would see how that many times people came to catch Jesus. There was one that was very funny. Jesus was preaching in the synagogue like me. And he was teaching and preaching. And the Pharisees came at the back. And he said, that's it. We are positioned. We are going to catch him today. Today is the day. This guy is not escaping us. And they were waiting for Jesus. And the Bible says Jesus passed and they didn't see him again. <laughs> so, the Pharisees were waiting. Still holding their knife that today is the end. And somebody just called them. Say, me, how far? Jesus don't pass. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus don't pass away. Now he did this door now. <laughs> Jesus did mighty things. You know, Jesus did crazy things. You've read of the signs and wonders that the apostles did. But Peter was walking in shadow, was healing the sick. Regardless of all those signs, hope you know that they caught all of them and they killed all of them. It was only John that was about to be killed, but the Holy Ghost took him. There is a point that humans cannot cross. And the thing is that you can just be caught up in the euphoria of God is moving. And you are forgotten that it is God that is moving, not you. He's just showing his power through you. And they glorify God in me. Humans get to a point. Many, this is where young people, let me tell you, I've tried, I've preached, but I've seen wilderness. I've seen the wilderness. I've seen that there are points where humans cannot cross without the help of God. So, it's not like our fathers really wanted to teach prosperity. When they started working with God, they were working with God, you know, signs and wonders, all kinds of things. They were talking about fire and passion and fasting until the reality of beams. Let me tell you. Many young people might not understand views. If you are saying it on campus, they don't understand. It's only those that probably they don't have parents or those that have graduated. There was one young man when I was in church at home years ago. It was after a while he told me that he just graduated. And you know, you wanted to congregate him that ah, ah, happy convocation, da 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 da. Then because we we're close, he told me that ah, his mom just told him something. I said, What? He says, Mom told him that as he's going to, <laughs> for this convocation, you can come back to this house. But even food, don't expect it to come. Be a man. <laughs> you are graduating to be a man. So there is no money, no food, nothing that will come from it. And he was shocked. I see this morning that I'm going for convocation. That's when they are casting that. talk on Facebook these days, any small thing that happens, I remember this particular song that I just wrote um, for your glory, I will do anything just to I saw that song online and I saw somebody comment and what the comment was, was that church, um, church people wrong doctrine makes church people sing a lot of rubbish, that Jesus is always with us and, all that. and I sat down and I looked at the guy and I'm like, wow so if you are married to a lady because you are married to that lady and you now tell the lady that I really want to be with you does that mean you are stupid or does that mean that you are showing intimacy and love but 
that guy was not wise. He was turning scripture upside down to not realize that there is a love affair that the human being or a believer has with the Holy Spirit. That even though the Holy Spirit is with him, he's showing his desire. Do you understand? But you see that pride to come. When I saw the guy on, I think it was TikTok. When I saw that guy talking, I just remembered myself years ago. I started teaching early and I had mouth. There are messages that I ensured that they do not go far. Years ago, I thought it was a very powerful message, but now I, I was very blunt. I'm a very gentle teacher now. I ask people. I, I used to be an old prophet. I used to be an old prophet. I used to be, I'm the kind of person that will be teaching and somebody will be at the back crying from beginning to end. I will come with the word undiluted. It won't, we won't now these days i got to a point in my life where i could not still learn how to tame myself so i would say when i'm about to say rubbish i'll tell them to put up the recording so that i can say my rubbish then they can put it on because i started realizing that as you grow up there are things you don't say but because you are young you don't know it will give us the grace to understand our father's will at that level of preaching there are too many cultural context you are dealing with there are too many politicians and and political you, you see the laws of the country you can say something and it will affect somebody in the senate house and you have to be careful to carry your scripture in such a way that's why paul you see people blame paul for bringing this thing that we call church politics but if you study what paul was doing paul was explaining that when you enter Rome, there is a way you talk to romans that they would hear you when you meet a different people, there is a way you talk to them that they will hear. Because Paul was vast. Paul was vast in new one too. But as young person, this was Elijah. Elijah was blaming his father for many years until he encountered what his father's encounter and he said God should kill him. Because you know, it was the guilt, the shame. I've always said that where my father's fell, I will not feel now about it. And he said, God, it's better to take my life than to face this shame. There's one more scripture that I wish we can go to God. I think I will just show us. Give me Matthew chapter 13 from verse 25. Matthew chapter 13. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tears amongst the wheat and went his way. Now, sleep, I don't want to do that scripture too far, but sleep is a natural thing that occurs to you. And the Bible says that when men slept, the enemy came and sowed tears. Next verse. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tears also. So, the enemy came to sow tears amongst the wheat. And then, as the wheat was growing, the tears too were growing. Next verse. So, the servants of the household that came and said unto him, Sir, did not sow good seed in thy field from Jesus. So, this man was asking, You sowed good seeds. Where did the bad seeds come from? 
pay attention to my story. Next verse. He said unto them, An enemy has done it. The servant said unto him, This is what I want us to get. Will thou then that we go gather them up? Next verse. But he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tears, ye root up also the wheat with them. Now pay attention. Now, this, this is a scripture that is trying to show us how that in this world there are two kinds of people in there are children of the kingdom if you go down Jesus explained that parable there are children of the kingdom and there are children of the devil and both of us are growing in this world so that's what that man was asking how come I thought you landed children of God on earth where did this other breed come from breed that don't believe in Jesus breed that use every technology to promote sexuality you understand and you are like all these things are supposed to be for the growth and civilization of eternity but how did these other people come and the next question was should we save this thing let's keep your children and let's wipe away the other people but what did God say here? God said take it back God said no leave the two of them let them grow together it is at the harvest which is at the end of time we study that scripture that will separate them this scripture is letting us realize, I want you to talk something. This scripture is letting us realize that on earth, there are two kinds of people that we do. You will keep living with bad children. You will keep living with uncultured people. You will keep living with people that they don't know how to say good things. Their words are not seasoned with salt. It's you that is straight. Now, if we are going to live amongst wolves, there is one scripture that I saw today. You see, we need to realize, you see, the more we keep praying that Boko Haram will end, that all these killings will end, and all of these things will end. Jesus is saying that even if these people die, another set will rise. Because the program in this world, God has said that my children will live amongst wild beasts. It will happen like that until the end of time. So there's got to be a system to help you stay sane, even in a crazy world. Because let me tell you something. Years ago, I used to think that when it comes to healing, um, the healing that people need is healing from sickness and diseases. All these people that are healing from hurt and pain, you know, I used to feel like these people are not good. You don't know God. You know God. You know. That's what I used to think. But with time, I've realized huh? that let me bring it down to what's going on. A young boy starts in church. And believes that as he's growing now, he can have a relationship. Then he begins to pursue one girl that he likes. And as he's pursuing that lady, the lady probably keeps him as a side piece. And does something to him, the guy leaves in jobs. They call it attitude. He lives with something that he cannot recover from. Now, the guy is faced with one of two things. Is either to make a choice to follow Jesus or to make a choice to to romance his pain, if I can use that word, to just I am pain, that's what I'm acting like this. Let me tell you something. In recently, I found out that many bad boys that we see around they didn't they were not born bad, they were born innocent, they had bad access to life. Probably they met very wild parents. There are ladies like that too, probably molested by, it. and you will think. That this, these ladies are bad. No. They were not. 
somebody started the work of darkness in their life and the, the reason why it will keep happening is because God has said that children of God and children of the devil will live together so there's got to be a system for the children of God to, to tame that their humanity even though they will keep living with wild people for example, I was, in, I was at work we appeared together with a few and I was to work with one particular guy and I was chatting with this guy and he was, I was like, hey boss, what's up? It's just normal to say boss, what's up? I do that a lot. And the guy sent one very crazy insult. And when I saw the message, I'm like, what for? Is it because I said boss? He said yes. I was confused. You insulted me like this because I said question does that make any sense in fact boss is supposed to show respect <laughs> i can live with that damage and start to carry an ideology back that you don't allow anybody to come anywhere around your space if they keep you give them back huh? but in scripture the bible says even if they slap you and want you to come the other one now i am in a in a place where i need to decide either stick with my humanity or allow Jesus to walk on me and allow Jesus to heal me because one of the issues that people don't notice is that there are people preaching with pain the context of their message was pain you don't understand what I'm saying the context of what they are doing for example Moses Moses killed somebody not because he wanted he wanted to do God's will is that true? He wanted to do God's will. But he was doing it from a from a lot of pain because of the way they were treating the Israelites. And he was killing people. The people he was to save started to kill. This is where the issue is. When a man's humanity starts to get the better part of him, he starts to kill what God calls him to save. And there is something in scripture called an art check that God puts in scripture to help believers heal. You see, this meeting, man, God will help us to heal. Because some of us are living in pain. You see, the way we are acting now, this, this, ang, this anger that you are carrying, you should die to anger. But the truth is that you should heal from something before you can die to anger. There is a lot of flesh that we are carrying. There are guys that, it's not, you see, everybody was born simple, is a fear in our heart that we will never make it and there is a friend that has us that you can't go far and those insults are in your mind you are trying to prove it right. you want your friends to realize that God is working in your life is a good thing but from a place of pain so everybody that should rise with you you will pull them down you are killing relationships they are just to do an act what David did in scripture, search my hands. <laughs> the things that are I know many of you. Let me give you something. I'm thinking if I should say this story before this story flies. But let me give you this story. Anybody that wants to carry them, it's his business. So <laughs> I I'm a never had a look in my life. So I've entered just one, and that's the only And I am me. And I am me. Now pay attention. Now, before that time, a few people. 
and there was something that happened that made I and my friends we had a very crazy clash, you know. Friends that we planned that we're going to do stuff for Jesus, we're ready, we're doing, we're doing things together, and then our humanity started to play. And this is how it started for me. I was praying one day and God opened my eyes and I saw that there was going to be a major fight between I and I. And I was praying concerning that. But something happened. My prayer did not stop the situation. I was supposed to look for wisdom, but I was praying. So my prayer did not stop the situation. Then my friends left. All my friends, they are choosing. So we were always in ourselves, you know. But it's possible for you to be fighting with somebody. If you get to somebody, will fight with somebody. Now, I had plenty of breaks and after. And you know what the bad thing is? I already had money to finance. If I want to go wild, I had money to finance. Myself. So there was this day I finished from NYS. <laughs> and they said there was a party. In the and I know in your mind, Harry Man, he doesn't have time, he will go. And for the first time, I considered that the party was a, was a fair option. Eating too bad. I'm going to. That evening, I went to, I went to this I met her early in the morning. I went to a place to pick her from the party. I remember. So, <laughs> I got to that party. No, before I, she, her roommate came, and her roommate was shouting. You know, her roommate was, ah, today we party. Mama calls me. And I was, I paused. But anyways, let's try to play this. So, this party. And for the first time in my life, let me pray for you. Let me pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. I think you're going to pray If you told me, that let me go because I would think that let me meet up and talk. I did not know that it was sex behind me. <laughs> but I was that I was that much of a group, but I was very naive. But the problem was people did not know. People thought that as I was preaching, I was a man. Party, girls were eating. There was one lady that came and they told me their finger, and I was I felt very embarrassed. But I was there with all this. At the first time I thought of having in my mind, don't jump, jump. So <laughs> I processed it in my mind because that was the only way I felt I this, this moment. I was tired. In fact, even contemplated stopping to you, you, you can't. Issues which included one lady that said that we were engaged and I didn't know. Yes, I've seen her, not like I've not seen her in prayer meeting, but I don't know. I didn't know what happened. It was so serious. I I understand message. Her mom message me. And it was confusing. Why? Why is your family member? Why are they looking for me? I've not that I'm looking for this. 
They said, we know. I said, me, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. She said that people were talking about it. I was saying that it's not true, but you know, everybody was thinking like, why, why are you? I don't have how many people do I have to talk to to explain that I've not even told any lady that I'm thinking something so that thing went out to became very serious because there was a lady I was working with that were very very possible that but I man that I was not ready I want money So this cover came out and I played any other rubbish that was This one, she can't go to get I will just put my this one. Anybody that wants to die, she die. If you want yourself to my business, for the first time I react to my you. I'm the preacher. I'm the one that if I talk to you, you will leave what you are doing. You know, I'm that kind of thing. That's the way. Today I'll find one of those old messages and I'll play it. They don't sound very well, but just listen to it. Cry from beginning to end. I was that kind of preacher. You see, I remember preaching in campus one day, and friends that came together for the meeting, they went back crying. I, I can't forget that sight. They did not talk to themselves in the body. It was tears. You know, I'm the one preaching, and you hear ah, That's the way I was picked. Now, for the first I can but the noise of the party, it was no me. This thing was disturbing my brain. So, I stood up and I said I was moving. As I was on the table, I paid for it. And I told the lady I was going to say she was going to die. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> but we... On the bike, yeah. Born on the bike, night, and I decided to go. I want to stay somewhere with someone so that I won't run. I was, I was very. To the presence of God to heal you. Who has said you brought up in the faith? This guy did not know anything about prayer until he comes. Those people are going to say things that were rumors. People that raised by yourself, they did not know any scripture till you taught them. They are going to create rumors, and those rumors were killing. Could lie that they were not killing. You see, I'm that kind of person. I could come back and stand in front of people and throw them under the power. I understood when he was saying that story that he was having a lot of hearts, but he was using that hearts to throw people on their nose. You know that you you just waste them on the ground. You don't know what I'm saying. I traveled to Indonesia during that period. My God. One guy was throwing people. I was this boy doesn't know what he's doing. So when they so I started. <laughs> I talked for a few minutes and I said they should go. My God. When I was done, like when I was done with them, 
that our pursuit can be in purity so that our eyes can be single so that our body will be full of light we need to heal in hearts we are having a ruptured heart that moves presence of God that dwell in that presence in purity Chloroquine for something in the heart. Move it. Lord, heal me. Heal me from myself. These are the things that the devil starts to come with. You are not a bad person. You just live in a bad environment. And the effect of that environment is plaguing your spiritual life.
presence of God will not allow God to do what he wants. The principle in scripture that you must be childlike for you to undo things of the kingdom will not change. And it is until God has, you see, I remember that after that discussion, after that guy talked like that, I, because there was, we are both working in the same place. Not like you're collecting more salaries than I have. So I don't know what you were trying to prove, but I just looked at him and there was no point. I told him, I'm sorry. Don't be angry. 
God bless you. But the issue was that I told him like that and he left without any pain, but I had pain. And that pain could have made me, it could change me to a different kind of person. Then they will start saying he's already getting angry. He was not just getting angry, something happened. Many people are not that wayward. That's not their plan. They became wayward as an effect of something that happened at all. We don't teach these kinds of things in Nigeria. If it was abroad, many people would have been doing a lot. <laughs> Maybe because their major needs are being solved. We we are we have to fight for everything, you know. We have to fight for everything in Nigeria. The government doesn't give us anything, so we have to fight for everything. So we have to stay strong. But when I was done with that discussion, I know that I can live there and become an angry person. So I just played music and I stayed in God's presence until Jesus heals that thing. Because if Jesus does not heal that thing, I will keep piling up pots until I become a different person. And I will not be able to do what Jesus intends for me to do effectively because the devil has had space. And then that anger will start. For example, Alexander the way, what was his issue? His issue was that he grew up and people started telling him how that uh, was it the way? Yes, he said they told him that it was the Elijah that is to come, and he believed it. So he started sowing regalia like the old Elijah, and he was doing some things that obviously were an effect of something that he had not yet died. We need to learn how to use the presence of God to heal such that the devil will not have space through our humanity. Because many of this anger that we spiritualize and these things that we spiritualize, we make it sound like um, uh, is the anointing, is what is moving me. I'm under the spirit. No. Many of those things, the Holy Spirit was sent to remedy those things. To remedy those things. Those weaknesses to remedy them. That's what I'm going to do again. And then I'll leave. I have one more thing that I wanted us to use to pray. But I believe that whether you now or maybe later, you will need this message. One day you will need it. One day you would have raised a lot of people and some of them will start to act. I think I was listening to Abel Damina. I listened to a lot of people. And doesn't mean I. And this man was teaching. He said when he started to get the revelation that God started to open up to him and he started to teach it, he said most of his partners left. And after most of them left, there was even barely anything to run the ministry with. And people started talking about him. He's already broke, you know. Everything will fly everywhere. Somebody that has sat down with Masmuro, now he's broke. He doesn't have anything again, you know. All kinds of strange things. He said, one of the songs that he raised looked at him one day and says, if this is what you want to preach, preach it. <laughs> I can't even remember how the man insulted the person that trained you. So, but what did he say? I like what he said. He said he started to work with God in his experience. Church members reduced, but he started to work with God in his experience. And he had to heal from those things. Now God started to bless him again, but the, 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 the issue here is that the devil would have come and would not find anything because the man had been. 
if the devil comes and he finds space it's because there is something that you have not yet let go of that was in your past that is a pain that you keep holding on to that's what this service is for I can't see this last one there's no time but that's what this service is for I'm going to drop the mic after this but I want us to stay in the presence of God I've, I've been training us to practice God's presence such that God will allow his river flow in your heart we really do it but it's time to let go of a lot of people let go of a lot of pain calm down you see this hustling that you are doing this hustling that you are doing you wouldn't have hustled this much to kill yourself if many people have not said many strange words to you and humans will keep being humans they will keep saying nonsense like i said jesus has said that you will keep living with strange beings with strange words there are some people in your mind that you know you will never forgive it's time to those weights are too much for your destiny those weights are too much for your destiny they are too much they will corrupt your training with your children because that's how your parents train every little thing they started healing you have to heal unless what god intends that you do they would see that he's a great man but he's an angry man and we are in a social media world and we talk and don't dare say that it won't get to you it will get to you one day that's after all my labor is this how people view me but that's how human beings we are we will have to heal so that the devil does not have something to hold on to so that the thing that is pioneering your actions will be the word of god and just the will of god some of us have done businesses with christians christians and the end of that business is something that you can't share as a testimony you have to heal because that's where people start you listen many christians don't collaborate because of this 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 track record of pain and the truth is that you need collaboration all these mighty institutions that you see rising no one founder there are like three people in partnership and the thing that we should come together and do for the glory of god you have to do your own because as a will not come one day and say something that's how big you have to heal so that you will not throw away the person that you should work with i've always said but that we did not see what god wanted to do through paul and barnabas we only saw what god wanted to do through paul you see that's that duo why god said separate these two for me god wanted he had something in his mind but we didn't see it because they had to separate on the way even paul so paul could have said i have finished my course but paul where was barnabas because in your calling there was barnabas there is that true Paul said he finished, but the Bible says God said I called the two of you. Yes, Barabbas. You left him on the way because of us. <laughs> there are things that we are supposed to do with people. You see, your full pot- you can do a lot, but your full potential would have shown if you did it with someone. But your track record of don't believe anybody, evil people are your bad people are all those things that you should have healed from. So that something listen the body of christ we need to you should see that in this country we have mighty individual churches that if they join together a lot will change but see, you see 
and it's not their fault it's experience they will tell you it's wisdom you don't know what i'm saying i've passed through a lot many preachers did this when i was growing i stood alone to rise like this and it's true but the truth is that what god wants to do is in a body not a man we're going to hear again and we're going to go and you should carry it like this as you go because these teachings are a sign that god wants to do something you see let me tell you the kind of contracts that people will start to receive is you will receive it on the basis of relationship but before you start to break up from those relationships that would have been the blessing for you because of pain and hurt you must yield to them lord i let go i let go of my hunger i cannot lie i've been saying i'm not hungry it's just the, the hand of god no it's not it's not the spirit of Elijah anything. It's anger. Elijah had to come to... If you study that scripture in that night, after Elijah came to terms with the fact that he is weak and he is not better than his fathers, then angel. After acknowledging his weakness, then an angel came and gave him bread. Hi, Jesus. And Elijah ate bread. Elijah slept. The angel came back again. Rise, eat for the journey before you. Is a great job. But if you do not acknowledge, the Holy Spirit will come and is expecting space, but your pride is in front of that space. I'm fine, don't worry, Holy Spirit. Let's discuss the things that matter. It matters. There are no more things that matter. This matters. The childlike heart that God can now use to do mighty things. Let me tell you, in Akure on those stage, I've seen it all. It's, it's about 40 something years to come that some strange investors and it's international investors so this will be a very industrial space in nigeria believe me but the truth is that many of you need to hear before the sons of the bond women come together and create something many of you need to partner together there are partnerships that should happen in this space because just because we are looking for jesus and if we join forces together we can do much more. we are going to heal in this service i've seen breakthroughs that would have happened but because of people's pride you stand i don't know why human beings we start you see that it is there there are some people that have broken up from relationships and i'm talking about love relationships that would have helped them the relationship was lifting them up but they came down because of pride and then they spend many other years regretting that this friend would have been with me let's let's grow as believers it is until we are like children before jesus can use us we are going to pray lord jesus i come with my pride and everything that i laid down before you so that you can do mighty things through me i don't want my heart to be the reason why i will stand against what should have brought me progress Revivals die because of hum the humanity of men. Men get to a point where this person has offended me too much. It's enough. But you need grace to pull through. Some of us need grace to call some of our friends and say, I've been angry with you, but I let you go for the sake of the gospel. God can do much if we come as a body. It's the spirit and the bride that says come. There's got to be partnership. 
between people in church there's got to be partnership there's got to be partnership between members of the house of God to move the kingdom further but our hunger will not let us partner we would rather do my thing and my family's thing we have to exist today there's got to be free space for the church to partner and do major things in righteousness it's when the righteous prospers that the people rejoice our fight in church is affecting people in people keep waiting from when, for when the sons of God will arise when will they come out but the sons of God are harboring a lot of hearts and they are not ready to make progress tonight we heal we heal our time is gone but we heal we heal from many hearts and pain We let go of people search my heart and know my ways. See if there's any wicked way in me. Put me on the everlasting. How come David can kill Uriah? Arada proceeds a bridged The Word of God is a seed that brings radical transformation, and we believe you have been transformed by the word you just received. Follow us live on our MixLR and download our messages on our Telegram channel. The number to call for partnerships and inquiries is 0811 414 7940.